Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week we read Parashat Tetzaveh and this parasha contains a description of the holy garments that Aaron HaKohen, the, 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 the high priest, uh, used to wear in the times of the Mishkan, which was actually uh, worn also by all his successors uh, after him. And these uh, garments included eight specific items that were meant to be worn by him, um, by, by him when he was sacrificing, when he was doing the Avodah, when he was working for Hashem. And so like all things in the sanctuary, the priestly garments were not arbitrarily selected, but were mandated by God. This was something that everything they did for this Mishkan, for this tabernacle, came from the word of God to Moshe. Moshe fashioned it and then it became part of the tabernacle. Nothing was put into that place because they decided, oh, this would look nice here. It was a mandate from Hashem. And one of these, um, these garments that was, that was meant to be worn by Aaron HaKohen, the high priest in those days, was um, was a plate, it was a thin plate of gold that he used to wear across his forehead and its name was the tzitz. And this tzitz uh, it describes the Torah, had a wording on it, it had uh, two lines. In one line it said, it had engraved the name, the, the name of God, and in the other uh, line the, it was engraved holy, uh, holy unto. So it, it had uh, two lines, holy unto was on the lower line and God was on the upper upper line. And so the Torah goes on to say of the seeds, and it should be upon Aaron's forehead. Consequently, Aaron will, will bear and atone for the sins of all Israel. So this garment that Aaron HaKohen wore in his forehead was a reminder of the sins of the Jewish people and that he was atoning for them. Uh, and this uh, found favor in the eyes of Hashem. So the word seeds connotes shining forth, blooming, bursting out, uh, as used in the verse, in, um, in the verse, Yatzit Nitzro, which is in Psalm 132, and which means his crown will bloom. And then in Shirashirim, it says, Metzit min ha halahim, and which means be, be peers out through the cracks, like a, sh a light that comes through the cracks, and the expression Netz. Netz hahama sunrise when light first burst over the horizon. So you know when the sun is coming out in the horizon, that you you start seeing like a little light, and then you start seeing the rays, and then the, the sun starts moving higher and higher and higher until you see the sun. So in context of Aaron's forehead forehead plate, it refers to the light of the great love, the Ahavarava for God that it was the function of Aaron HaKohen to instill in the Jewish people. So the Alter Rebbe, Rabbi Shneur Salman of Liadi, in one of his mimers, he, he discusses this uh, Ahava Rabbah, he explains to us what this means, and also how a tzaddik is the, is the vessel in which 
another jewel can connect to this greater love. So uh, we see that um, that in uh, in the Jewish faith we have big sadikim, we have holy people through the generations, through our history, that are there to help us connect to God. So different from other religions, we don't pray to the tzaddik, uh, we don't pray to them, they're not God, we only pray to Hashem, but the tzaddik is there to shepherd the Jewish people, to help them, to guide them, to teach them how to connect to God, and in the merit of that tzaddik, a person can come to connect to Hashem. For for example, we're learning this um, this uh, mimer, this discourse of the Alter Rebbe, who was a great tzaddik of his generation. When we learn his Torah, when we learn the words of Torah that he imparted, we are able to come and grasp Hashem and come to connect to God in a higher level. So the function of a shepherd is to tend his or her flock and supply his members with their needs. And in the Jewish mystical tradition, it compares the Jewish people like the flock and the tzaddik is the shepherd. So we've had in our history seven shepherds. We've had Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Then we had Joseph Hatzadik, who was the son of Jacob. We had Aaron, Hakohen, and Moshe Rabbeinu, and we had King David. So these are the seven shepherds that we know them as the seven shepherds. And they, they exemplified their connection to Hashem because they were not, they didn't have a life of their own. They were a chariot to God. Uh, wherever God sent them, that's where they went. Whatever God told them to do, that's what they did. They didn't have their own agenda. They were extremely humble people, and their only reason to live is to do what Hashem expected from them and asked them to do. So in our generations, there are people, there are very special people that Hashem sends, tzadikim, that are not like us, they're very holy uh, people that come to, to the world to help the Jewish nation connect to Hashem. So let's understand this uh, concept that, um, that, they, that they, allow, they help us to connect to this higher love of God. And what does it really mean to have a higher love of God? So the Alter Rebbe continues saying that one should not ask how this can be in light of the teaching, all is in the hand of God, all is in the hand of heaven, everything is preordained except the fear of God, which implies that fear of God and similar religious matters are up to a person to develop within him or herself because this teaching refers to a different level for God, of love of God. So he's telling that there's two levels of, of love uh, towards Hashem. One is a, a general level of love towards God that is in our hands to accomplish. It's in, our, it's in our desire, in our free will to want to come to experience this lower level of love, which is aroused in, a, in the intellect. And how do we arouse this level of love? By contemplating the world, by contemplating the greatness of God, by uh, being grateful, by learning Torah. And when we come to appreciate God, we can come to acquire this low, lower level of God, which is really, it comes from, from, 
from the intellect and then it comes down to the heart. But there is a, a higher level of love and this, this one lower level of love, everybody has a capa capacity to connect in this, in this level. But there is a higher level of love, which we know as Ahabar Rabah, a great love. And this Ahabar Rabah eh, is beyond us. You cannot come to attain it by yourself. No matter what you do, it's not gonna come from you. Uh, and it's, uh, it's beyond human ability to reach, with, to reach without divine assistance. So we need God's help to come to feel and experience this greater love towards God. And God is the only true existence. We know there's nothing but God, there's nothing that is not, not Him. And, and this is a realization which carries with the natural desire of a Jew to return to his essence. So we know that we have two souls. We have a godly soul and we have an animalistic soul. There are two entities, two entities, complete different entities within you. That's why one day you're going to one side and the other day you want to go to the other side. And, um, and these two entities, uh, are inside of our body and it's it's called like the body is a city and these are two kings that are fighting for that city and um and the jewish soul that godly neshama that neshama elokit which is mamesh the alter rebbe says is truly a spark of god within you is your essence this is who you really are this is, you're not your name, you're not the clothes you wear, you're not the, your, your, your profession, you're not the mom, the dad. The, these are all expressions of, of you. But who you really are is, is this, this godly neshama. So this godly neshama is always yearning, longing to connect to the light. That's why people suffer from existential anxiety or they suffer from anxiety or they suffer from not being, nothing is enough, nothing is enough. There's always something that is missing, no matter how much money they have, no, much, no matter how beautiful their family is, they always have a sense of they're not complete. There's something that's not there. And this is, this is there, it's, it's a longing for that uh, attachment to God that is that Ahabarabah, that great love. And one could lose himself completely and come to expire trying to reach that love of God. Because what happens is that a person can really want to be so connected, so connected that he, he ceases to exist in this world. There, there's a story of the Lubavitcher Rebbe that when he used to give a, a, a discourse, he used to wrap himself a handkerchief in one hand and hold with the other because he used to experience this love, this Ahabar uh, Rabah, this higher level of love towards God that was so, so strong that his soul could have left his body and just attached to, 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 to Hashem and not come back. But Hashem doesn't want us to die for him. This is not what, what he wants us to do. He wants us to live for him. That we can come to experience this love in a way that we live it in this world. And through the mitzvot, through learning Torah, through being kind to people, that we are able to bring this love into the world. Not to expire and, and leave the world, but to come back and apply it, and this is inspiration, when you're inspired, your joy, it comes from this soul, so from this connection to Hashem. 
So as noted above, the, the seven shepherds of the Jewish people are like the chariots, like the vehicles through whom God channels this type of spiritual influence to our souls. And it was Aaron, this was his function, his particular function was to transmit to us from above the ability to experience not just ordinary love of God, but the great love just described. So this great love is not something that we feel all the time because we wouldn't be able to function. But once in a while, a person can come to this aha moment where he experiences this love, which is, is, is a love that is, is rooted in the essence, in the, in the feeling that you're merging with God. And so the, it, is, it is this love that is meant by this verse that we read, Metzit min ha-harahim, which can be understood to mean, shines forth through the cracks. And the verse previously says, he, a reference to God, stands behind our wall, for since the holy temple was destroyed, it is as, as though there is a barrier, there is a wall that separates us from our Father in heaven. But in reality, there's no wall. It's the, our sins is what doesn't allow us to get closer to God. This is what, what that wall means, this barrier. But in reality, Hashem is just there. You, you repent, you do Teshuvah, and you're closer to Him than before. So not, there's the, this wall prevents the spiritual influence, the light of the Ahabar Rabbah, the heavenly love of God from reaching us. And still it bursts through, it shines through the cracks, and as the verse also says, looks in through the windows. A, per, a person must engage in heartfelt soul, soul searching and honest, even brutal self-appraisal of one's shortcomings and spiritual flaws and brokenhearted over our sins. Like the, the Hasidut teaches that there's no, nothing more precious to God than a broken heart. Because when you have a broken heart, then that light of God can get through. But when a person is so full of himself, then there's nothing, God can't reach out because he's so full of himself. So this brokenheartedness itself breaks through the barrier between us and God, opening up breaches, windows and cracks in the walls and allows Aaron, uh, Aaron's Ahabar Rabbah to shine through at, at us. So this barrier really is symbolized by Amalek and Amalek is described amongst these uh, first nations that attacked the, the Jewish people. They attacked us in the desert. And through every generation, we have had an Amalek that has tried to destroy the Jewish people. And this is a physical people. They exist. But in, um, in, 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 in ourselves, there's also an Amalek. And the gematria of Amalek is the same gematria as doubt, um, uh, safek is the word in Hebrew. I don't remember the number of the gematria, but it's the same name. So in, in Jewish, in, in, in the Hebrew uh, alphabet, the, the letters have numbers and you add them up. And if there's another, another uh, word that has the same numbers, it means the same. In essence, it's the same meaning as, as the other word. So Amalek, which is this nation, that has wanted to destroy the Jewish people forever, but they haven't been able to do it, and they will never be able to do it, is, uh, is equal to doubt. And so what the Alter Rebbe is saying here 
is that the way in which we can uh, come to feel this Ahabarraba uh, is to let go of all our doubt. And how do we do this? How do we get rid of this? Is by um, nullifying ourselves and, and, and becoming humble. So this is why Moshe Rabbeinu was the one that fashioned all these garments for the Kohen Gadol, because he was the humblest man in, in the world. There was nobody as, as him. He was completely nullified to God. He didn't do anything in his life that God didn't tell him to do. So, so these priestly garments of Aaron and his descendants, about which it is written, it says uh, in, uh, in the... It says, make holy garments for Aaron, your brother, for glory and splendor. And these were intended to counter these. Their effect was to transform the self-importance associated with Amalek into holiness, which means that we had to get rid of this um, uh, arrogance, haughtiness, uh, which creates doubt in the world. It creates doubt in ourselves in, in regard to our relationship with Hashem. So we had to, uh, the Kohen, the antidote was that the Kohen Gadol would wear these garments, which would bring uh, honor to God. And in this way, it was a reminder for the Jewish people to repent from their sins, connect to Hashem, and Aaron HaKohen was such an inspirational person that through him, they were able to feel this Ahab Rabbah, this higher level of God, which can only be felt when a person is really humble. So the antidote to that is described in the Torah, account of the historical battle against Amalek, in which Moshe said, choose people for us to go to war, and the stress is on for us, for the counter Amalek, the embodiment of self-importance and pufery, what is needed is people of Moshe. Moshe symbolized utter self-negation, absolute insignificance, which is diametrically opposite from Amalek and in indifference to God as he proclaimed, what are we? To vanquish Amalek, we must all be people of Moshe. So this Ahabar Rabbah, is really that uh, it's a love of delights. It's this higher level of love is experienced, for example, when a Jew, a Jew suddenly he's willing to give his life in the name of God. Like he's, if someone tells him, bow to the cross or you're gonna die, he prefers to die. We saw it in the Inquisition. Uh, many Jewish people were burnt in the stake because they, they refused to bow to a cross. They preferred to die. Uh, and this self-sacrifice really is what pre personifies this, this love of delights, this Ahabar Rabbah, this great love that a Jew is willing to, to not exist, but not, not negate Hashem. And so the Alter Rebbe in the Tanya, he teaches that this, 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 this capacity that a, Jew, a Jewish person has to give his life for God is given to him by God. It's not something that we acquire because you see people that are not religious, they never went to shul, maybe they don't, they don't even, even coach or nothing, but they're willing to give their lives for God. They, 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 if they put them to the test, they have no problem. And this, is, this, is, this comes from this higher love of God that a person is ready to give his life for him and is ready to nullify himself from, for him. 
So, but Hashem wants us to be here. So the Alter Rebbe teaches in the Tanya, he says, for this thing that is very close to you, that you shall do it. So it says, if you have that ability, because Hashem gives you that ability, then you also have the ability to keep the Torah and learn Torah and keep mitzvot, because this is where he wants you to put this love. He doesn't want you to die. He wants you to live for him with love. So I wish you a blessed week and may Hashem grant us this beautiful gift of having this greater love for him in which we just love God because, just because there's no reason for love. We love him because he's God, that's it. And, and, and we're not expecting anything in return and we're not waiting for anything in return. We just want to be with him. And this is a gift that is given to us. So I wanna wish you a blessed week May you all be gifted and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.